Well, it is Friday, and as Seahawks coach Pete Carroll likes to call it, it's the day before the day before, and every Friday we will talk with the coach to preview the upcoming weekend's game, and there's just a special buzz before the season opener. Head coach Pete Carroll joins us. Coach, it's great to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you too, Dory. I hope you've had a good off season. I have. I've really missed you too. I need you. You know, I need you in my life. <laughs> Well, I'm, I feel quite bad for you in that case, then. No, actually, the correct response. I don't know if I have that much for you. No, the correct response was supposed to be, I missed you too, Dory. Okay, well, okay. I was worried about you more than, that, than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, all right, got it. Uh, okay, let's start with the big news of the week, and that was uh, the return of Earl Thomas. And how's, uh, how's he been looking in the couple of days he's been back out on the field? He's made it through the practices. We've, uh, you know, given him limited work at this point just to start to acclimate him, and uh, um, we, you know, we're, we'll see what we do with it on the weekend. We don't know quite yet. We're still just taking in the information, make sure he's okay and how he's responding. The last thing we want to do is put him in a, in a situation where he's not he's not comfortable, he's not physically ready for it. So we're we're checking that out. We we all know the the business side of you know what's transpired, and one thing I've learned about you, coach, as we've talked over the years, is just how much time you spend on the mind and the motivational stuff and human relationships. Uh, how much do you tap into that when you have a business decision that also involves you know some really strong personalities? Well, I, it's, I can't really separate it, you know, Dory. The, the the time that Earl and I have spent together just over the years and just going through all that we've gone through and from when we first found him and drafted him and all the way through all of the ups and downs and everything, uh, you know, we've developed a long, long relationship and I feel like I know him really well. I'm sure he feels the same. And so what I, I, what happens is when you get to serious stuff, you know, you, you eventually, and you start to put things together and start to make decisions, you're counting on your relationship. You're counting on how you know the person and, and how you can trust and all that. And that's, that's just how we do it, you know, and, I don't know any other way to do it, so it can't separate it. It's all part of it, and, and we've worked our way through it to, to the point where he's back with us. We would hope that he'll always be with us. That's what our, our intent has always been. Sure. And the one thing I always hear is it's just business, and and you're able to compartmentalize. Uh, and I'm talking about Earl in particular here. And are pro athletes that different from people like me? I mean, if I had something going on with my employer – I'd carry it around a little bit. I wouldn't be able to totally compartmentalize. Are, are pro athletes different, or is is the ability to do that, put it in a separate box, is that exaggerated? I, I really don't think you can you know, throw everybody into a bucket and say they're all the same. I think it just depends on the people, you know, and how you deal with stuff. Obviously, you act like you got a chip on your shoulder, and so you can't, you can't get over stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, you know. <laughs> By the way, it's not an priorities, act. You know, it, it comes down to priorities, and, and, and our guys love to play, and, and they are just kind of, you know, spent their whole life preparing to, to play and to be in the midst of the arena and all of that. And so it's really hard to separate that. Um, you know, and when it comes when it comes, you're just doing business, and but you're not. The football isn't part of it. It is part of it, and it is for all of us. So, um, it's a special, loving relationship we have at times, and and it, and uh, so we have to take into account all of that. And so that's what what's happened so far. And when you know, in, in all regards, there is business involved, but really, we'd like to play the game of football. And, yeah. and so when we get our chances, we sure want to maximize that. And I talked to a friend of mine a couple of days ago who played in the league, and he said, "Look, it is." such an intense job at hand, whether it's practice or game day, that you really don't have any room in your head 
brother stuff. You you might do it off the field, you might do it at home, but when you got a job at hand, it's so intense that you you just you don't have room for anything else. It, it is all consuming, and, and I mean I've spent a whole career consumed by it, and and uh, uh, there's no question. You know, there's just so much to it, and there's so much emotional connection. Uh, maybe more so than some job settings that you know that people in the in the real world experience. That, that there's a difference there, you know, and you have to give so much of yourself physically and emotionally to get to the heights that it takes to perform at this game and to, and to sustain and all. That uh, it just it just draws you in, and so it's a big deal and probably hard for others on the outside to understand that. Uh, to some extent, but it's, it certainly is a, a tremendous draw to us. Yeah, and I always like talking with you about life lessons, and maybe that's one that people in other professions should take a lesson from. That you got to you got to focus, you got to be intense. If you want to be the best at your job, you got to put aside any competing influences. Yeah, you you really do, and then that, the art of of being disciplined about that, and, and and putting you know what is at hand right in front of you, and that's everything you have is focused towards that, is what it takes. Because if you don't, the guy next to you is, and and it's just that's just the intensity that this game has drawn, and and uh, it's a, it's a wonderful experience because it's so full of life and living and and emotions and all the cool stuff, but um, but it, it sometimes it's probably hard for others to understand, you know that. It's a silly game, and we get so yeah. crazy about yeah. it, you know, but it, it is the way it is. Hey, tell uh, me and our listeners about some of the new guys, some of the rookies, because on, on draft day, I was on the air, and we were covering the draft, and uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about any of these guys. I'm, I'm not a draft expert, so I'm on Google, and I'm pulling up newspaper stories, and the one theme I thought I saw on draft day as I was learning the basics about all these guys was character. All the news stories seem to talk about off-the-field stuff and and things they've overcome and charities they're involved in. Was that at all a special attraction for you this year in particular? Um, I think we I, – I feel like we – we were more tuned in than ever. I think we did the best. We've always wanted to. I think we did the best job we've done. And, and collectively throughout the class of guys, every one of these kids are terrific kids. It's been part of why well, if, if you've heard me uh, try to explain and describe what it's been like working through the offseason with this team and these guys, they have just been extraordinary. And, and they've all been able to, to hold up their own in the group as well as on the field. Uh, because of their their character and their their nature and their and their personality and and they've just added to the culture and really brought um, a lot of positive and so um, right from all the way throughout you know from Rashad Penny all the way through the draft class it's a great group and and uh, they're exciting they're fun to be around they really are willing to give everything they got it's all we could ever ask for and yeah. so it's been a great experience up to now and they're going to play. Uh, <laughs> I hope they play good too. But they're, they're, uh, they've positioned themselves and taken advantage of the opportunity, and they're ready to go. And one who's really going to be in the spotlight is Shaquem Griffin, uh, starting for KJ Wright. And uh, I, first of all, have there been brothers? You've been around the league a long time. Have there been brothers starting on the same team before? Gosh, you know, I, I don't, I don't remember that happening. I, I don't uh, either, and I, I don't know the answer. On the same side of the ball, you know uh, that. Um, I don't think it's happened very often, if it has at all. I, I don't know. I'm sure your your people will, will come up and yeah. give you some some, <laughs> some stats on that. But it, it's an extraordinary experience, and, and the fact that they're identical twins too, yeah. you know, it's just it's remarkable that they and they fit together so well. They, they're just they're just peas in a pod, you know. So it's really fun to see them 
share this experience and, and uh, to go through it together. It was really strange on uh, the Drudge Report. It's, it's the most read website in the world. And there was a headline yesterday, or yeah, I think it was yesterday, uh, one-handed rookie to start. And I was thinking, man, I haven't even thought about that. As I've watched him through the preseason, it was an interesting little novelty around draft time, and it was such a great human story. But as I've watched Shaquem play, I never once even think about that. He's just an, an athlete out there. Yeah, I agree. And, and I mean, I know that people are going to write that, you know, and take that vantage point. And, and in some regards, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing because it helps a lot of other kids and people too. But um, this is a young man playing the game he loves. And, and I don't care what, what he looks like or where he comes from or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's positioned himself to be part of something really special. And I'm thrilled for his opportunity and, and pulling for him and all that. But uh, just because he's, he's Shaquem Griffin. He's a great kid. One of the other rookies who's gotten a lot of attention. It's so weird to have a punter get so much attention. It's kind of a weird dynamic because you want the offense to finish every drive with a touchdown or a field goal. But it's like there's a buzz when this kid comes out on the field. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like this, Pete. Yeah, I, I think he would be one of your favorite guys, too. He's an amazing kid. Uh, he, he's a real athlete uh, in, in terms of in wanting to uh, – he just can, he just has a feel about the game uh, and competing and, and a comfort about it. And he just feels like just a, like a DB or a receiver or something like that, another guy on the field. It uh, doesn't seem like a specialty guy to you. And he's got marvelous talent. And he's just blown us away with all of the uniqueness and the stuff he brings, which fits right into our, our way of looking at stuff anyway. So yeah. it's, it's been natural that he's with us. And, and uh, man, he's just been extraordinary. So hopefully he'll get off to a good start, too. I mean, he couldn't ask for any more kicking, kicking up there in Denver, you know. So he's going to have a chance to hang that ball up there for quite some time. I have gotten a little sick and tired of listening to Brock Heward talk about how handsome he is, though. <laughs> that's annoyed me. Well, he is a good, he's a dashing young man. Yes, <laughs> he, he is dashing. Um, you sound like you're having a lot of fun. I've been listening to every one of your press conferences throughout this preseason, and you just sound as energized as ever. Yeah, I, I feel like that, and I have the whole offseason. And, and there were some difficult times and some transitions we had to make and, and all that, but as soon as we turned the corner on that and got going in, in, in the forward direction – it's just been nothing but but uh, challenge and fun and, and excitement and and uh, uh, just wonderful people that we're working with and, and, and dealing with the players and the coaches and all that. So um, it's been great to see the relationships developing, um, in particular to see uh, Brian Schottenheimer and, and Russell and how they've worked together and uh, Dave Canales in there with those guys. Um, that that's a, that's really been special because they, Brian has so much to share and he has a, a interesting. Uh, outlook in the game and, and for Russell he's been able to see a whole new kind of way to look at the game which is great for him because he's always involved in all that so um, it's it's been exciting to see Mike Solari's done a beautiful job Kenny Norton coming back that's a blast for me to have him back I love <laughs> everything about Kenny you know he's been one of my all-time favorites and and uh, and he's having a, he's having a time of his life and and so uh, just a lot of really good positive stuff, and the players have responded uh, in the same fashion. Okay, let's talk real quick about your opponent. The the Broncos, 17-1 and in their last 18 home openers, and I, I think the reason is obvious. They've been practicing at altitude, and teams come in that have not had that experience throughout the summer. Uh, how big a challenge is that? Well, it's, I'm sure it's a, those numbers make it a big challenge in one regard, but I, I like stuff like that. You know, that, that, those, are, those are good kinds of numbers for us to go after. And, and so 
we're going to go do what we do and, and play the game that we love playing and, and, and see if we can take it right right to uh, all the way to the finish and get a win. We're, we don't think anything else, and, and, the, and uh, we're going for it. So yeah. we'll see how, how it is. Well, I'll let you know afterwards what, what the impact of it was. <laughs> right now, I don't, I don't really care. We're just going to go play some football. And their quarterback, Case Keenum, he was 13-3 and as a starter with another team last year. What kind of challenges – do you have with him against you? Know, you have a lot of young guys in your secondary, a lot of new faces. What kind of challenge is that? Well, he, he's a really good ball player. You know, he, he's got the game in hand. He makes really good decisions. He didn't turn the ball over a lot last year. Um, in a in a mixed offensive run and pass, you know, in Minnesota, he really thrived, and, and that's what they've constructed around him now. Um, you can really count on him to to lead the team and, and you know make good choices. And so we're going to have to get in his way some. We're going to have to push him around some, knock him around in the pocket, make him have to move. We're going to have to make sure and not let the running game get going because they'd be satisfied with running the football all day long if they could. Got a big old uh, rookie running back in, in Royce Freeman, and uh, so it's, it's going to be a good challenge for us. You know they they've. There's time to make that transition. You can go from one team to the next in a year, and, and he's that's what he's done. He's looked good in preseason as, the, as it's worn on, and, and uh, so we got we got our hands full. They're going to have a lot yep. of momentum, and, and they'll be a, really energized for a big opener. Any injuries? We know about K.J. Wright is not going to be starting, not going to be playing. Any other injuries? Well, yeah, there's always some stuff we're working through. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see as we get to the game day. Everybody's going. Uh, basically, Fluker's uh, going to be in question, and we'll, we'll see how the other guys are. So, um yeah, we'll, we'll know more on Saturday and Sunday. Okay, and Earl Thomas will be a game game time decision, I assume. Right. Okay. Right. Got it. I gotta say, Pete, for our first conversation of the year, you're you're not in preseason form. You're right in mid season form already. Well, I appreciate it. you are too. I mean, you've obviously been been talking to somebody. You're not just sitting there all by yourself at home. I know. Uh, I I got a wife. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, there you go. go. All right, Pete. Have a uh, great trip out to Denver. Good talking to you again. I'll look forward to talking to you next week. Okay, and say, say hey to the missus. See you. Okay, all right. The coach of the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, he will join us every Friday. And uh, we have lots more straight ahead here on the Dory Monson Show.